Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. This is our content convo number three. We had a casual dinner Saturday evening of the Dallas Card Show in Waters Creek. Thanks to Kyle Robertson, a promoter who also was in attendance. But I was there. Rich Klein was there. Texas card dude, Brad Bethune. Rob Veras came from California. Joe White, who is now with Kyle, was there toward the end. Logan Ward, the King NASCAR. Patrick Greeno, Rata Cards. John Keating, that 70s card show. Ken Kinsley. Angela and Stefan Loeffler with Com C. Mike Moynihan. John Newman. Jeremy Allen. Leo, who assists Kyle. And I guess that's it. A great group. We went around, and this is kind of the icebreaker question that uh, got started with having a chance for people to do their self-introductions. And the question was, <laughs> how do you rank yourself in terms of uh, collector, investor, dealer, or content creator, promoter, whatever? What is the key role or uh, what is the order that you have? So playing off Chris Sewell. So we make mention of that. A lot of fun. We had several other uh, discussions that you'll hear about in future days. So thanks everybody for participating. Welcome. Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights here with a distinguished panel. We're going to go around the room, introduce so you can know who is here. Rob Veris is first. The question as we go around is a la Chris Sewell, baseball card collector, investor, dealer in that order. I'm asking each of the, the content creators here to indicate what is their order, including content creation. So Rob Barris, Burbank Sports Cards, welcome to the dinner. Thanks, Jim. First and foremost, I'm a sports card dealer. Secondly, amazingly enough, I never thought this I would be saying this, but I'm a content creator as well. As far as a collector, I do have a very niche personal collection. And as far as being an investor goes, when you own the inventory I do, technically you are an investor. You're fully invested too, I think. Mike Moynihan. Mike Moynihan, uh, collector, collector, collector. <laughs> Content creator in that order. No investment, no dealing. No, no. Okay. Hey, John Keating from That 70s Card Show. I'm a collector, content creator, and seller of duplicates only. Okay, that's quasi-dealer. Yeah. Brad Bethune, Texas Card Dude, collector, seller, content creator, aggravator. That's, I think that was out of order. All right, John Newman, Newman, Sports Card Nation, Hobby Quick Hits, Hobby Hotline. I'll leave the rest off. I'll probably put it in an order of activity, so I'll go content creator, Dealer, collector, and that line between dealer and collector is getting pretty close. You started a new podcast in a, in a little I know. Don't you know, give me any ideas. I, <laughs> pretty content creator. Extraordinary. Rich Klein. Rich Klein, Com C catalog fixer, dealer of whatever I friggin' promoter. F- promoter. And then I also do some stuff for Hobby Hotline. I almost call it Hobby Historian. Okay. Hobby Historian. I like that. Okay, Jeremy. Jeremy Allen, Collectors League. I'd say a creative, consultant, content creator, and probably collector. Not really an investor or dealer. Okay. It's okay. Angela. Angela Loeffler, uh, collector, corporate, comsy, and wannabe blogger. <laughs> okay. Stefan, do you want to correct that or improve on that? Or is that your, no, that's your pretty fair. That, I'm sticking to it. No, uh, I would say collector, collector, ex-creator, maybe future creator, and uh, part-time seller. Okay. Uh, 
Ken Kinsley, uh, Beans Ball Card Blog. I'd say collector first, and then way down there, content creator, social media pariah, eBay seller, and about 99th on the list, an investor. Okay. Logan Ward, King NASCAR. Yep. Logan Ward with NASCAR Radio. I would say that I'm a collector cubed and then a content creator, and it's probably best describes where I'm at. How's Collector Squared compared to Collector Cubed? <laughs> well, Collector Cubed or Collector Squared is probably memorabilia and cards, but uh, Collector Cubed is probably collecting like tires and fire suits and other things that are okay. kind of crazy. Whatever. And NASCAR was one of the first ones to do all that stuff. Patrick Greeno. Patrick Greeno, founder and principal of Radicards.com. I'm a uh, collector, writer, content producer, and product developer. Individual cards? You have, you have collection, right? Uh, yes, Frank Thomas collector. And I dabble outside of that occasionally in like 90s inserts. Okay. Let's go around one more time. Rob? You didn't tell him what you do. Oh, uh, Rob Varis, uh, the card father, kind of known as that. <laughs> Owner of Burbank Sports Cards, um, Burbank, California. Very large online presence. We have over 40 million cards on our websites. And we have a uh, high-traffic store where we do a lot of buying over the counter. And we like to think that we're the happiest place in the hobby. Yeah, so if you're the card father, then maybe I'm the guide father. Okay. <laughs> Mike Moynihan. Mike Moynihan, I have a... What is that thing called? A podcast. Those things. Yeah, you listen to them in the radio. It's called Golden Age of Cardboard. Part of Bench Clear Media. We do all kinds of stuff there. We have a new show called Chasing Cardboard, which we are pitching to television networks right now. And part of Hobby Hotline with a lot of guys here. And my own channel, too. Baseball Collector. Yo and hello. And you have a beast and a dog in that order. Dr. Jim Beckett, how would you describe yourself? Oh, boy. I think I'm a collector. I think I'm a content creator first. And then collecting, not very much dealing. And investing is like Rob. I didn't try to be an investor. It's just I have these cards. They're worth more than they used to be. Actually, they're not all worth more than they used to be. (laughs) Some are not worth as much as they were a year ago, but most of them are, all of them are worth more than when I bought them, except for the mistakes I made. Brad. Godfather. Appreciate it. So, Texas Card Dudes, part of Hobby Hotline, and uh, coming soon to a YouTube channel, new Tekken Cards. Are you trying to be more of a dealer? No. Well, I'm trying to get away from it. I'm trying to get away from it. I'm trying to get back to collecting roots. Although I've got way too many cards, i got to figure out how to okay. how to get them away or anything. But uh, I'm trying to move back into the collector realm. It helps to sell what you have to get something you don't have. <clears throat> John, you've knocked off a famous uh, goat uh, grail card. Yeah. You're, you're really on a roll. Yeah, I got it. Uh, it's actually in New York. I'm here, obviously, in Dallas. And so I haven't seen it yet. My wife has. So let's just hope when I get home it's uh, still there. Uh, waiting for me. I'm a, as some know, a big Jackie Robinson guy. So I got what I consider my grail, the 48 leaf. So, and you, was it sent, uh, you know, FedEx? FedEx, it went through the eBay. Certified. eBay. It eBay. Yeah, it's SGC. So PSA said the SGC case was good. <laughs> and it's at my house now. So I hope. Yeah, I hope your wife is still there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jim. Uh, Rich Klein, and I discovered a new mission in life this week. I ran into Brad Berthoon at a networking event, 
And I decided I would, if you've ever followed the show, become Turtle to Brad's lead, get him the leads, and Turtle gets all the girls. So I, I figure it works well for both of us. <laughs> Is that Entourage? That is Entourage. Oh, gosh. Jeremy. I do a little bit of everything. Are you looking for another client? Or is your plate ever full? No, well, no, I only have one client. I took a position at Network, the live selling platform. So that's where I'm at right now. They made you quit everything else? No, they didn't. But I'm working with Corey at Show Your Slabs. I'm doing a, a piece for the Texas Roadshow. They're opening up Mansfield. It's like 44 feet long, 8 foot tall, helping to design a custom piece for that. And I helped Kyle here at the show design the new graphics for it. And I helped Com C with some other online stuff and... I don't know. I've touched a lot of stuff. I don't even remember it anymore. It just It's always something every day. Okay. okay. Well, thanks, Chair. Angela, do you enjoy being at the Comp C booth better than being a floater? Yes, I do. I actually do enjoy the booth better. It's better with everyone coming to me than me having to go to them. So it automatically makes my personality a little bit better, and it's a lot more comfortable. And I don't have to do the walking, and my booth's a carpeted area. In the benefits. The, in the collector, investor, dealer ranking, in that order, mm-hmm. the people that are coming up to you for Com C, are they mainly collectors or investors, dealers? <laughs> or are they in that kind of order? Because I think there's some dealers that use Com There's C, dealers that use investors. Yes. And lots of collectors. Yes. I see a little bit of everybody, really. Okay. You see the guy that has the storage unit that doesn't know what they have and wants to dump the whole thing at once. And then you also you see, uh, sometimes you got to break bad news. It's just not a great user experience. Um, but you see a little bit of everyone. It's mainly those oddball collectors that are like, I want to get rid of this so I can turn it into that. Or it could even just be dealers being like, I want to take it home. So the collectors are not oddball. They collect oddball material. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Stefan. Yep. Currently, like I said, ex podcast uh for two shows now, and uh, I am currently on my hiatus. We are at episode 200. We're going to call a split until some things settle down, and I am the social media lead and customer service for ComC. Cool. So, you're cool. applying to me. Sometimes, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ken? So, yeah, like, I don't work in the hobby. I mean, I'm just a collector, and most things, from my point of view, are from a, a collector aspect. I, I'm only a content creator in the aspect that a lot of us have the issue that there's nobody really close to you to share your hobby with and your love, and that's why I like to do YouTube. I like to get interaction. There's some guys in this room that get in our, on our live chats on Monday nights, and that's a big reason that I do the content creation is just for that interaction because – my wife humors me as much as she can, but she doesn't really care, and that's okay. Okay, thanks, Ken. Logan. Yeah, I co-host NASCAR Radio with Jason and Val. We, we try to educate our listeners, and we really don't try to do any investment advice or anything like that because we, that's not what we do. We're not investors, but we do pontificate on different drivers and uh, different cards and those kind of things. If there was a universal pop report and a universal registry, would you still be 100% PSA? Probably not. I would diversify. I would probably have some BGS, maybe some SGC. Good answer. And have some PSA. Thank you, Logan. Patrick, last word. Uh, Yeah, I've just been collecting for a really long time. And I started blogging in July of 2010, doing it ever since. And in my own thoughts into the business side of things, why things are rare and set 
reviews and things like that. It's just been a lot of fun. I think it just comes down to like life is just hard by design and stock. And this kind of helps me like relax a little bit and realize it's not that big of a deal. That you, like, you, you always told me that you like to find solutions in the hobby and, and promote and develop and make that accessible. But is there a pain point in the industry right now that you're working on something or is pain point? Hmm. Interesting. I think it's when I'm seeing what's happened over the last like two years in the hobby with prices going from stuff that I was paying, say, $60 for and all of a sudden now they're $600. It's kind of hard to digest that. And I had this conversation recently with a friend that if I had started collecting Frank Thomas now, I, I probably wouldn't last more than a month. It's too overwhelming. I, it's, it's, I've gotten so far that I can't imagine getting into it now and trying to collect. You'd have to have such deep pockets. I think that is the biggest the solution there, I don't really know. I think it's just there's so many more people in the hobby now based on influencers and things. And I'm sure we'll get to talking about that in our questions today. But <clears throat> it seems like a really short burst of a lot of people uh, being attracted to the market right now. And it's driving the prices up for things that I never thought would ever reach the three figures. They're four and five figure cards now. It's just really quite something to watch. It's probably not as big a problem for those in the room, but it's a problem for new people coming in. Yeah. Thanks, everybody.